Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Surprised no everybody. I wasn't, I wasn't supposed to be on the show. That's a surprise. Bobby Luke was. That's Not also a, a surprise. One. Not a pleasant one. And I'm not here to take loser victory laps over the Celtics losing. I just saw enough of the game to be able to contribute some. But I will defer to Jimmy Toscano and Josue Pavone, uh, who put in the work, took the copious notes, watched everything, scrutinized Missoula's rotations, uh, and are ready to kind of break it down. No, no, I insist. I insist. In a very granular way. Um, But legit impossible not to start where everyone knows we're going to start, which is... The, probably the worst li- the worst night of Grant Williams' life. Um, I would say, and yeah, uh, I figured you're going to go there. I figured. I mean, you have look. To. I'll say this. I I know. I now know. I was I was wondering, but I now know I'm a good person because I genuinely <laughs> feel bad for Grant after those missed free throws. And a, a bad person wouldn't feel bad, but I actually felt bad for him. Now that so, being said, complete choke. But so. That was tough. That was just. Tough I to feel watch. bad, but I'm also like uh, the type of person who also thinks that sometimes you have to learn hard life lessons. And I do believe that Grant may come out of this <laughs> a better lesson, person, man. one who talks less, one who draws less attention to himself, and one who might have learned a little bit of humility after <laughs> absolutely puking all over himself here, lobbying for foul calls left and right, gets the call. Gets to the line, starts yapping, I'm going to make both, I'm going to make both, chokes both of them away, goes to the bench sulking, Missoula's got to kind of slap him around a little bit and be like, dude, get over yourself, like move on. You hope he comes out of this kind of less grant, um, which would be the, the the takeaway. But yeah, you hate you hate to see this for anybody, Jimmy. I mean, that's the worst feeling. It's worse. Yeah. The worst scenario is actually down one, missing two. That's gross. Um, at least you have a chance to live and fight another day here, but this was, that's gross. But I mean, this was like, just hit one and you win. You yeah. just had to hit one. At least when you're down one, you have to hit two. But yeah. if, if he just hit one of those two, I mean, it was tough because like Donovan Mitchell was kind of, you know, uh, you know, Grant went to the line and Grant said he was going to hit both and. Just the whole thing was just tough to watch. Um, John, you had a good tweet. I don't want to steal it. What was, what was your tweet <laughs> yeah, about, look, about Grant? Oh, I just said maybe Grant should lobby for fewer foul calls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like that's why I don't. I don't like I don't Ben Simmons. That that's ben the only thing that good come out of, that come out. I don't feel that bad. Like 
you know. Ben Simmons like, figured it out. I don't want to shoot these freaking things, so I'm not going to go anywhere near people that could possibly foul me. Like maybe Grant should like worry less about fouls. Up. Oh, oh, I blip we Bobby. Both, Bobby blip. We both clicked him on. And the moment the moment he realized he was going to the free throw line, he just looked <laughs> frozen. Man. He looked frozen. I'm going to reset my comp- my um. One second, I'll be right back. We're going to be here. Uh, we're going to let Bobby buckets. Uh, get a get a whack at this one uh we started with grant because uh, honestly there's a few things that matter uh you know that happened tonight that's worth talking about but uh this was brutal brutal because you put grant in a spot tonight with the second quarter and then the free throws to end the game to get him back is what we talked about the last week or two here just bring him back from this hole he's in. All he needs is one good night, one big moment like that, and you could see him finding himself again. And he looked great in that second quarter. That's the exact grant you need. I know, John, second half, not great. A handful of moments in there as they stumbled through the third and fourth quarters let Cleveland back into the game, and his defense wasn't great again. His shooting waned uh, from the second quarter on and hit another shot. Uh, so... Not the perfect Grant game, but he would have come out of it feeling better and with a big pair of game-winning free throws on an offensive rebound <clears throat> under his belt to feel great about it. You could just see yeah. in his face that moment and the reaction after and even walking off the court after overtime. It's another he legit step may down. never recover. Yeah. yeah I don't know about never, one. but it's another step back. For a guy you need, you try to play small tonight. You try to go with some more shooting, versatile lineups, which is what we want to see now, uh, especially with Rob out. And he's going to be key to that. Uh, and I, right now, he's still stuck in that little group with Mescal and Hauser and uh, Cornette and these guys that he should be well ahead of. Uh, and right okay, now, yeah. they're second guess. I'm, I'm, I'm once again going to whisper it into the wind for anybody who needs to hear it. Grant's not that good. So, like, you know, like, he's just So you think fine. this is who he always was? I think he's fine. I think he's yeah. fine. I, it's he's always been fine. It this idea of Grant's got to be back to the guy that he was. Like, yeah, we saw a couple of moments where you might have even questioned like flashes. Hey, could this guy start? Every time you kind of see it, though, it really wasn't the case. He was a good guy coming in off the bench, filling in some roles when he's playing confidently. There's things that he can do for you. But the reality is, I, I, I think the Muscala experiment probably died tonight, too. Um, <laughs> oh, no, that's not good. I, honestly, like I think Muscala, I mean, when people are out there openly questioning what's Muscala doing in over Cornette, you got a problem. Like, and then they went I, back to Cornette with five minutes to go, yeah, and that you, went terrible. You, you have a yeah, like, well, after he got problem. dunked on. You, you got yeah. nothing from a skull after that. I mean, Spider got him good, but no. no. I, I mean, look. <laughs> he did. With, with Grant, it was always this is the year. He was supposed to see how high that ceiling is. And, John, I'm, I'm kind of with you, man. Look, this doesn't mean he's going to stay in this – you know, funk, so to speak. I mean, look at this stat line. This is sort of who he is, right? I mean, those four three-pointers, I mean, who he's been from behind the arc, he's been cold. So this sort of even things out in terms of his averages. But, yeah, this is who Grant is. But it's a tough spot for him. But it's a great teaching moment, man. Like, listen, this one is – you're telling me NBA officials aren't going to watch this and have a big smile on their face? Like, oh, the guy who was always complaining about calls couldn't couldn't hit the big two at the end of the game? At The, the way he jumped up and, and lobbied for that one, especially – Big night for the stripes. Yeah. That's a superstar call. That's a superstar call. And he got it. And, and it's too bad he couldn't sink one of those shots. He needs to talk, though. And that's what's going to catch the most scrutiny, especially nationally, is him 
saying what he said to Mitchell in that spot. I'm going to make both and then missing both. That's Grant. You like seeing I have no problem with that. that. Yeah, no issue with that at all. And in fact, like I said, I when, you, not make when you no, were yeah. there for, But then make them. Or, or when make you were on there, miss them. So, Jimmy, when if you were I was gone, as yeah, nervous as, down, if yeah, I was as nervous as Grant was, I might say nothing. Yeah, yeah, just to say anything. I just walked well, here, in the line. Here's the thing, Jimmy. When you were just gone, I was saying you saw Grant. That's get back impossible to for tonight. Grant to do. Grant can never. Even a in a so-so performance, you saw him get back to himself, <laughs> and no. and that's where that's where you would have felt best about this game coming out of it in a win, uh, or even if 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 they um, you know went on to win in overtime, you still worry about how this how this would have impacted him going forward uh, because he had a real chance there to get back to himself and him doing that in that moment, him saying what he said was part of the grant experience. And you might not think he's that great, John, but this is as Joe Sway just said, what he was capable of giving you four threes, some solid defense in the first half. Again, he didn't have a, he, it, it gets compared to Kelly Olenek so often that game seven, that wasn't a Kelly Olenek game. Kelly came out of nowhere and did something he's never done before in his life. Did Grant go a little bit to the extreme in his game seven? Yes, but it was all things he did all season, all things he did all series. Hit threes against that Bucks drop defense and guard Giannis all series, and that's going to be important. They need to get him back. They really do, and I think that's got to be a priority in the coming yep. games. Well, listen, uh, real real quick. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna. I got quotes out of the locker room. I was gonna. I was, I was gonna just gonna say one. quickly to put a. You can say it. Get my one point in. Listen, I, I thought. You, no, you want to yeah. say it. <laughs> Why do you not want to say it? You don't want to say like it. Right because I say it. I say it too yeah. much. <laughs> yeah, but you can. So he I started know, down. He started down that road. It, yeah. Took a detour. Yeah. What do you? Right. What do you trademark it? What do you trademark? Come on, you can say it. Literally, I heard myself turning into John, and I had to stop myself in the middle of the sentence. But um, <laughs> what I wanted to say was. Grant started out. I, I was I was happy with Grant to some in the past four three pointers. They thought he was active on both ends, um, but yeah, I mean I, everyone's gonna remember the free throws. Now the important thing is that he, is that he has to forget about that, right? I mean, and I think his teammates will say all the right things and they'll come and support him and his coaches and everybody. You have to have amnesia and move on. It was a choke. There's no two ways around it. Just admit it. Move on. It's a loss. Uh, I think everybody lost to be, you know, when they showed up in Cleveland. That being said, the Celtics blew this game. So yeah, a whole different talk. It's a whole different. Massive by fifteen, it's different. Yeah. Yeah. So real quick. Anyways. Yeah. So to to that point, Jimmy uh, about Grant, two quotes out of the locker room: Missoula, the way he is, he'll bounce back. I have full faith in him. Joe Missoula also says. Celtics haven't learned, and this is coming from Jay King out there. It's not in quotes, but it sounds like a direct quote. Celtics haven't learned the importance of late-game defensive rebounding, and he said, Missoula said, that pisses him off. Believes they've blown a number of games that way. Oh, how bad was that? You know what? I'm happy to hear Joe say that the players did something bad, and he's mad. That's good. That's progress, okay? We got 16 games left in the regular season. I consider that progress. It That shit is brutal. 
Um, yeah. And again, you're undersized. That's fine. But, but you you're giving that, them up to guards. Um, you're giving them up I to guards, like long rebounds by Lamar literally Stevens. not even turning and looking around you. You're just letting guys fly uncontested without even nudging them or stepping in front of them to impede their progress, crashing from the wings and the top of the key to get these rebounds. It's freaking embarrassing. So, like, my goodness gracious, when you're short and under understaffed, do something about it. Box out. Put some freaking effort into it. Like, those things are killers. And I think the number was 10 offensive in the fourth quarter in overtime. It might have been more. Um, just alone right there in the game. And that absolutely killed them. And, yes, impossible not to note it, not to talk about. It's a, another freaking 15-point blown lead. Why does it happen? Because... Whichever players they have on the court, like John Corrales said yesterday, legit just forget how to play basketball, throw out everything that they've ever learned or done or anything that was working in the game, and they just devolve into, I don't know, I'm just going to jack it, I guess. And it's bananas. And that's why you don't look at this game and say... They stop doing everything. They stop doing everything when it matters. And that's why you don't look at this game and say, oh, they were lucky to be in it, great effort... What are you going to do against Cleveland? Because you saw they were capable of running offense like that early. Now there's exhaustion coming to play on a back-to-back, probably to some degree, especially in the overtime. But even before that, you go two for 13 down the stretch. And the second make was this Derek White three that just flipped over the rim and up and in, which easily could have been a miss. Uh, yeah, that was ugly good. offense. Was ugly that. offense down the stretch. Second half turnovers hurt them. Power to Cavs come back. And then on top of that, the offensive rebounding. Uh, on the other end, John, who killer. This is a tough one because this would have made up for the Brooklyn loss on Friday, in my mind. Uh, stealing a game like this, getting it right, enacting the offensive principles. And for Jalen, who I thought was really good early, seeing him attack the defense one on two, one on three, like going downhill himself in that second half, and especially into overtime. It was tough because he made a lot of good plays early. What did he finish this game with? Eight, nine assists? Uh, I thought he was awesome early in this game, and it slipped. He had nine assists in this game. That's right up there with any yeah, game. Yeah, he was starting with had. a triple-double for a while. Yeah, and it slipped late. And, and, yeah, he plays 45 minutes, ton of minutes last night. I'm sure that's some part of it. But I also think late, they just settle, relax, and get out of the hard-working habits that – generate great offense for them they can attack one-on-one brown can do it sometimes it rarely goes well for tatum and it especially doesn't go well for smart who uh, had a big blunder late in this game as well on that second chance try which one the friggin three that he jacked for no friggin good reason at all yeah with the oh game waning God. down and what was what was the score at that point uh, i think it was tied they it, recovered it was, from that they though it ended up not, it ended up not being fatal but like jeez man like just some situational awareness like forget like the rebounds and this and that all sorts of bits of situational awareness. one point Marcus, lead one Marcus point lead 40 seconds left Jalen, Jalen had a good, uh, you know, he carried them. He was on his own offensively for much of the night. But just you got to do smart things and make real basketball plays late. You can't fall down of it on that dead ball play. And you, why chase the guy down on that backcourt pass when the only play Mitchell has is he's flying out of bounds just to hopefully throw it off mm. of a nearby Celtic 
What yeah. are you doing? He ran. So you think even without even without the like, pressure hey, on that play? I don't know. Don't I mean, listen, awareness, man. You just know. head, just jab and yeah. back. You know it's coming. It's the only right. play he has. He just yeah. Ran they like didn't a, have a timeout. He just right. ran like a lemur off a cliff. You know, like you got to yeah, recognize in the moment there. In the moment, they're both chasing out. After the lemming, ball. Not lemming, not oh, lemming. Um, but yeah, yeah but no, Jimmy, gone. when that when, when that ball hit his back, he didn't even know what happened. He was so confused. He's like, oh wait a minute, did he just make a play? Like he thought the ball was dead. Like he didn't he didn't follow the play, he didn't follow through with that. Yeah, I'm with you on that, right. John. That's why he was close. You know, that's why he was close to it, is because he was ch- I mean he they applied I mean, you can criticize him for that, but they applied really good pressure on that image in the first place. And they still ended up draining what five seconds in the end when that the dribble the ball. But I mean, I see your point. I mean, you 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 prepare for something like that to happen. It's what's that? No, sorry, I was reading uh, Missoula's lips. It looked like looked like pretty sure he said, "Snap out of it and be yourself." Snap out of it, and be yourself, like something like that. Yeah. To Grant. To Grant. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, they were just showing the replay right now. Um, you know, after he missed the free throws, it, where it seemed like they were. It didn't seem like they were back and forth, though. It just seemed like Missoula was just saying, hey, you know, let's just move on. And to our conversation, Grant will take the heat for numerous key players falling short tonight, uh, including Jalen, Smart. Uh, White was good. I thought they got some decent contributions from the depth guys like Pritchard. And uh, that's what you need on a night like this. But you also need your lead guys to power you through. And they had enough tonight uh, to get a victory. I thought Brogdon was great. They got away from him a little bit late, I thought. Uh, He had an awesome game early and then not much of him in the later portions. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, juggling lineups to Joe again, they don't seem to know where they're going in what spots. Uh, they they go big early and then try a small lead, and that's, I guess, part of what kills them on the boards there, though it was Lamar Stevens sneaking in on pretty much all of those. Uh, so they're a team in, I don't know, is disarray the right word right now? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. I mean, whatever. You can pick a lot of words. Discombobulated, disarray, whatever it is, they're um, Dis- they are as Horford said the other day again, put on the spot, and I think it was one of the best kind of quotes and interviews of the entire year. Just like, yeah, sometimes we're just not there, can't figure it out. We're there, then we're not there. We look, we look like world beaters for stretches, and literally like a clueless, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, G League team. Uh, the 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 next like like everybody's like like a like a Vegas league team where everyone just wants to get their shots up and like nobody's playing any sort of like you know type of offense. It's just like oh I want to get noticed. Like there's just nothing going on. Like it's it's a bizarre. And, and you know what's weird, John? It's happening with leads, so it's got to be a comfort thing. Crunch time this year. I got to look it up, but I think they've been solid in those spots. Uh, they've won quite a few of these overtime games. They it's not like two years ago where they had this abysmal crunch time fourth quarter productivity where every single night they're blowing games and just falling apart for these entire late stretches it's when they go ahead get these double digit leads especially lately where they're starting to slow down 
not run the layers of ball movement that they have in the past. And that smart plays a great example of it. The second chance try there. You get 14 off the offensive rebound. Two seconds later, he's shooting. In that spot, of course, you're trying to kill some clock first and foremost up one. But why not? also take the time to run something in in that yeah. position and this is where joe's really going to struggle because all year he let this flow freely didn't call a ton of timeouts that's starting to go in the other direction you even heard him after that brooklyn game saying i should have called some stuff in the second quarter and so how much is he going to take the wheel here yeah. and try to because you we know they don't want to play like that john even email last year said they don't want to play like that with the hand on the wheel just guiding them the whole game they want to be able to do things on their own when the playoffs come but right now it's just such a mess how can you not take over some control of your joe yeah, and there's a couple things going on. You know, that he had admitted to that. He also admitted pregame that he kind of spaced out, forgot about Derek White, probably should have played him more last game. I mean, it's good that you're hearing Joe say that and he's acknowledging some of the things that, like, you know, we, we might notice, fans might notice, people might talk about as things that are actually happening as opposed to just, you know, uh, frustrated fans and viewers just kind of saying, do this, man, you know, why isn't he doing that? Recognizing that, yeah, maybe he should have done that. Maybe he shouldn't have. You know, we've talked about losing White and Brogdon late um, in a lot of games where they were playing really well and then pulling them because his rotations were set, not going with hot hands, not really being prepared for what would happen if he wanted to mix and match down the stretch, putting back a lineup that wasn't necessarily effective. But, like, great to acknowledge it. But also, 16 games left, man. Like, you got to figure it out. Like, it's not – training wheels are off at this point. you got to kind of get it together and do stuff. Nobody wants to hear that you're guessing at this point. And to the disarray point, Jimmy Josue, I saw you guys uh, recapping last night's game at the Garden, and uh, you, you see that clip of Grant and Tatum going back and forth. Great Fuck job. The, Great looks. The, the look alone. Oh, my goodness. That's right? what you know I'm going to notice. Yeah, um, right? The clothing. The vibes. It. The vibes. Sorry, go ahead. Sharp. But to the, to the game point, Grant and Tatum arguing after that timeout play or going back and forth about where guys are supposed to be. You see Tatum waving his hand in that position. That's where you get the word disarray mm-hmm. from. Uh, guys having different answers for what's going wrong. Back to the Jalen th- less threes, Joe Moore threes point. You're back to a ton of threes tonight. I didn't love it. <laughs> I didn't love their dribble penetration throughout this game for the most part. They really struggled to get to the rim. Uh, when you look at the full game here, and they leaned on that shot quite a bit, especially when they're up late. Do you need to be generating a bunch of threes to extend the lead when you have a good lead? Like, There's just the level of situational awareness that I think they're lacking right now, uh, and that's on the court and on the coach's sideline. And I'm not going to do the Joe thing. I, I, I'm not still, even at this point in the year. It's not Everyone's going to blame Joe if the season goes off the rails here, and I don't think that's fair. He might not do the best job in these moments. It's the players. The players, it's the players got them here. The players, and now they're it's the players. It's the players. It's it's the players. Could Joe do better? Probably. Yes. Could Joe help? Could he help? Yeah. But when something you know, goes wrong, you're always gonna say, it, "Oh, Joe should have done the it, other thing." It's the freaking players, okay? Like some well, you stuff. You say that again, when you don't see consistency, Bobby. But yeah, I know. But I mean, like I said, some of this stuff is just instinctive. Like you know. 
sure, yeah, timeouts, rotations, of course, that's on Missoula. He's got to figure that stuff out, you know, how to mix and match and do those things. But, like, when they go out there and just play like dog shit or don't execute, I'm not putting that on the coach. These guys practice, like, five times a year. This is stuff that you go over, you look at film, you talk about it, then you go out there and the players are supposed to execute. When two guys are staring at each other and they're trying to run a play or run horns or whatever it was they're doing late in the game and nobody friggin' moves, that's on the player. Oh, Whoa, it was me you know like if Tatum's frustrated with what Grant didn't do that means Tatum knew what to do but Grant had a brain fart I don't know how you're putting that on Joe if you want to put it on Joe that he didn't call a timeout yeah and, and to settle I'm those guys that. just a redirect different guy, story sure. different story but yeah. when they screw up or when they do weird things or when Jalen dribbles down the court and just pulls up and just jacks a three or smart jacks a three on that rebound and Joe's not there to whisper in his ear and be like, so guys, here's what happens if you make it or if it comes back out to you and you're on the wing, if you do get the three, uh, maybe don't take it. Work it around if you get that board. Like, they should know right. that. Situationally, it's late in the clock. Get it. Reset. Yeah. Eat some more clock. Move the ball around. Work for a good shot. Like, that's – they should know that. You can, you're not going to tell them literally everything. So again, I, I think you let the you let the players off the hook when you say, "Could Joe do better?" Yeah, you're letting the players way off the hook when you put it all on him. We got another update up in Cleveland. Brian Rob tweeting that the whole locker room's empty. The whole team's out getting the lift in. Nice. I like that. Uh, John okay. hates it. I don't care. <laughs> usually Tatum's in the mix, so but that that's usually some good, uh, you know. Everyone get things off your chest. Let let everybody. It's usually know something they do after wins. I, yeah. I can't think of it after. You just start blasting music. They kind of like yeah. It's you're more of a celebrity. Honestly, do you do what you do? Like if that if that makes you feel better, great. I I, I have no comment. I don't care. <laughs> Tatum's usually big on it. He leads it. Yeah. A uh, couple other notes. Jake King says Peyton Pritchard limping pretty badly, which means when he's not playing in the next few games, it'll be because of injury and not because um, he doesn't play. Um, wow. So <laughs> I'm not being mean to Pritchard, but I mean, it's pretty mean. <laughs> it just is what it is. He doesn't play, but I mean, uh, so it won't now, be a healthy DMP. It'll now there's a, a reason, DMP. right? Solid now Pritchard night. I thought you gave them a few good minutes there and a that nice w- end of the end of the, uh, I think second quarter, right? right he makes that layup. Like, that just said, yeah. like he's playing in a friggin' Portland Pro-Am going coast to coast there. That was impressive. <laughs> it was. And it honestly, it led to it led to the grant foul. Obviously, that didn't matter, but um, it was good. It is t- you always say one play didn't decide it. Blah, blah, blah. It's tough to go to the line at that spot, get that call, and not cash in the game. And would they have a oh, couple yeah. seconds left after that? Mitchell might have been able to t- If you're going to talk the talk, Bobby, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not going to feel that sorry for Grant Williams. I'm just not. Like, you talk the talk, you ask for these fouls, you get it in an opportunity that only LeBron James and, and a short list one, of other dude. players get that call. You gotta you gotta convert yeah. one of those, Bobby. You gotta convert one. I'm sorry, man. There's nothing it's else. Not to feel say. sorry for you. It's crazy that they even gave it to Grant. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like you know what? Okay, of Mr. All the Bat, Mr. Tough Guy, you want a foul? Here's your foul, and then you you do that. Like uh, I don't know. They shot six for twenty four in the fourth quarter. All a ton of misses at the rim too. 
it was just brutal the way they played offensively on the stretch. At least it's not during the playoff game, right? What'd they finish? Two of 18? I was muted, but I also want to say I don't really care at all if they're lifting right now. (laughs) At all. I thought you. I, I thought you care. said something. I, I saw the look on your face. You like. I did, and then I, and then I saw that I was muted. I was like, I just need to make sure. I might have overreacted. For the record, sight, I want you to know. I also yeah. don't care. I think. Yeah, I think that means nothing. I understand when I blow off some steam. Well, I just. But the, the, the that's way not going to. That doesn't change not, the way I feel. Ooh, like. they're lifting. No, I mean it's not that. <laughs> Bobby said it better than I did. It's usually they do that after a win. Like it's like, oh, they're not that upset. You know, that's good. You know, Three for twenty-one. You're, you're on the road. Oh, I like the last time. You know, someone did shit like that on the road. Like someone threw a ladder at him, or vice versa. Like you're somewhere else. Like just go yeah. home. You know, like at yeah. this point, like it's Embiid shooting free throws in Philly. Like just call it quits, man. Why? Are, like, like yeah, what? you. Why are they you know. lifting? Like, or we're all, we all just said, oh, they if must I'm be the, so tired. If I'm the Cavs, I just shut the lights out. Like, no, we're we're close. Yeah, I mean, they're right? in Cleveland. <laughs> Second night of a back to back, though, they just each they all just played three and plus three overtimes, and they're lifting. Like, I feel like that's probably against what you should do. Like bordering on, it's more dumb than it is like. Yeah, cool it's actually th- it's actually a bad thing that they're lifting. So I'm actually now I'm actually angry that they are. <laughs> right, I do care. I do care now. <laughs> oh, there I we go. Finally, I, I now have an emotion. I knew, yeah. I knew John was going to rest on indifference. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not yeah, what you, you guys find, thought find it was going to be. Negative out of that. Yeah. Two for twenty-one finish, John. What happened? They they forget how to play basketball. They just start. They just start jacking and what and hope that they fall and then that's that they completely get out of their rhythm they do it all the time this is years it's partially coached though john you can't they say did it with email and they did it with brad so why was it the coach the same core the same dna the same people are doing it year after year after year three coaches three years they do this all the time how many times it's like your kids jimmy it's the do same what? thing take threes it's the same thing oh well that teacher didn't whatever and this coach didn't whatever and that teacher it's the same players with three right. different coaches who can't hold on to leads who slow the pace down who completely go off the rails forget what they're supposed to do and can't close it's the same guys no, that i agree with so like uh, how much you that, can keep blaming the coach it keeps is, happening i'm not putting all the blame on the coach but i'm also not putting none of it important thing is a good coach or a great coach would be able to get through to these players and Ime was able to get through to these players by the second half of last season he had those guys diving and running all over the place, playing hard. Yeah. And a lot of times their defense turned off. What was the downside to that? What was the downside to that? To what? They never had to play close. They were so far ahead. They never had to worry about close games. They were killing people, Jimmy. I mean, and so they were playing great, but they were at just this different level. And they, again, like we've never seen before how well they were playing. No, but they didn't have a lot of close games. Okay. No, they didn't Fine. have opportunities to play. They were killed. They were up so big that it just didn't matter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They, but we're talking about one situation. That, yeah, those two point leads. They were. They're sure. always fragile. That's true. Yeah, but my my point is that the coach has some effect on the style of play. He has to instill some sort of confidence in these guys. That's part of their job. It's not just 
X's and O's. It's how do you All get right, through so these guys? I'll give guys. you that, Jimmy. I'll say this. They're a little loose. And I do think that's... Oh, Bobby's and guys. That, that, does stem, that does stem from the top. I think early in the year... When you're hitting a million threes, that becomes your philosophy. Fire away. Shoot more when you lose. Just keep shooting. There was never any points. Even when you ask, oh, could you do better at this? Could you tighten up the defense a little bit? Could you? And again, John always says, this is just a press thing. But some messaging should be going out to the press. And if it isn't, these are things that should have been said internally. To tighten up that defense. To keep that ball moving and not just take any available three, have those second layers of ball move. Because he did switch about halfway through the year, John, if you remember. Like, we do have to get some of those layers of ball movement. There was some acknowledgement of that, at least from the players. Uh, But I think bad habits persisted. Now you're trying to tighten them up late in the year uh, that they're actually starting to hurt you. And this group, when they run ahead on great three-point shooting, I think they relax and just keep shooting them, trying to bury the opponent with that same uh, high variance shot. And that's, that's the issue I have with relying on it to the degree that they do, because it's going to disappear, especially over a small sample size. And what better example is there of that than the fact that they're losing these games on like 10 to 18 possessions down the stretch of games. If you shoot a hundred shots and you get your three point percentage, right? you're probably going to win a lot of those games, and they have. But in the playoffs, in one game, in one fourth quarter, uh, 10 threes go up from guys who might get a little tight in these late-game situations. You certainly saw that from Grant late in this game tonight. It's different, and it can't be the same approach in And or your best players are having difficult time doing other things because defense has tightened up, they're packing the lane, and they start to settle on heavily, heavily, heavily contested shots. And again, you got to look at the numbers. That's what happened in the Brooklyn game. Tatum Tatum and Brown, I mean, their contested three percentage is like 20-something. It's bad, bad. It's a bad shot. It's a bad shot when you're taking it. Very, 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 very bad shot. Jason Tatum, generally speaking, on pull-ups is 30% on all pull-ups all year long. These threes that you're just walking up and just shooting them are bad shots. I don't care where you want the uh, the numbers on the uh, on the three-pointer for Missoula. They have to be. It's just disrespectful. Kess, Kess was in the chat last time. It's like literally like it's disrespectful to 75 years Kess. of basketball basketball to basically say like nope this is all you do now it's not how it's supposed to go um guys let's get back a little bit to the uh to the three pointers uh, we talked about here this is continuing to be an issue it's really interesting a couple of the issues that are that are kind of uh sticking with this team late missoula rotations missoula game management certainly things that we've been talking about throughout the year um this kind of three-pointer in the team identity again it's really late in the year to still not really figure out who you are and who you want to be and the push and pull between what missoula wants and what the players might be doing and this and that it's a little strange um you know also missoula wanting to play with pace and a lot of the players on the celtics kind of not being uh you know guys who love doing it you see certain times where you've got your broad Ogden's up there doing it, but then you got a smart Tatum lineup that slows things down a little bit. So, like, they can't really get into whatever offensive identity they had earlier in the year, which largely uh, was attributed probably to an inordinate, you know, an incredibly high percentage of threes falling. Um, I don't know what they are right now, Bobby, and I don't think I've known offensively who they are since game 26 of the regular season, 27. 
That yeah. might be the most concerning part of the slide right. late in the season here is that you can't answer what this team's identity is. I don't think they play defense at the highest level with the force that they did last year, and I don't think we've seen them do it all year. They've risen in the rankings. I think they have great personnel. And you can say the same about their offense. They have so much shooting. They have so much ball handlers. They have so many scorers that they're going to be a top-five offense, top-five defense. That's going to put them in the mix for a title. I'm not worried about this team losing round one. Not worried about this team losing round two either. Uh, we're talking about them breaking through that echelon of getting to a title. And I think you want to develop your identity by this point. You want to be healthy by this point, which is becoming a problem again. You lose Rob now, <clears throat> late in the year. Now, I don't know how informed it was. Uh, Gary Washburn writing that maybe you shut him down for the season. I don't want to hear that when we're talking about connectivity and uh, your identity and rotations becoming it, your biggest problems right now. In that report, Bobby, that Gary was just saying – like, I think that might have just been him. Just saying, like, I could see you know, a benefit to shutting him down. It wouldn't be shocking, but I don't think it's based on anything. I don't disagree. That he's like, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's based that, on though. Intel either. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think it's based on what happened last year. I mean, he, he had close to nothing left by the time they reached the NBA Finals. I think they want to avoid that. I mean, obviously, that, that, that would be worse. Remember, though, we used to say about Mario, but. Remember that thing they used to say about Gronk, though, John? They're like, send him for the entire regular season, and then he's going to be full force. Like, that's not how it works. You play, maybe you're in this role we've talked well, about. Well, if the Celtics played weekly, that, right? I don't know, it'd be a little different. But. <laughs> but maybe the right road is what you guys talked about yesterday, putting him in that bench role, getting those 20-minute bursts, and taking that. Because that went well early in the year, actually. And that's when we started clamoring for more Rob. That's when I want to see them go double big again. But now, and this goes back to my point about Grant to begin the show. I think you embrace small ball. If you're going to be a team that shoots as crazy as it drives us, put your shooters on the floor. Play two bigs and Rob and Al so you don't have to go to your Mascala and your Cornet and those guys and hope that you get something out of those minutes. You're balancing out those center minutes. And you have a lineup that's more conducive to doing what you want to hear. The weird thing is, though, John, back to the Derek White point, how does he get lost in a game he starts last game? That doesn't make sense to me. So here's the problem. My number my, yeah, my number one possible hang-up with the thing I was worried that Joe Mazzulla would run into is realizing something personnel-wise might have to change. And the logical one was Smart's not the guy who should be closing games all the time. And because he's got – I thought Brogdon would be the guy who would eat those minutes sometimes, depending, and that's if they wanted to go double big. But now you've got – and again, I'll ask this They tried you squeezing guys. all three into the line. I'll ask you guys right now. Who is playing the best all-around basketball? Rank them. White, Brogdon, Smart. The answer is Smart is obviously third, I, I, I think, at this point. And we know he's a better defender than Brogdon. We know that. But Brogdon offensively is three levels above where Marcus Smart is. Um, and Derek White's playing the best all-around basketball on the team. He's the third best player on the team right now. I don't think you can argue that. So losing – forgetting – your third best player, the third best player currently on your team exists, is is just, I mean, criminally negligent. What? That was like what he said, basically. 
No, he basically said like he got kind of got lost on it, you know, like yeah. uh, that. I that mean, well, he, that's what happens when the team sort of panics, right? The offense panics, and Derek White's not the kind of guy to be like, "Hey, give me the ball," you know, I'll, I can do something here. He sort of just tries to find himself through the offense, but if he's not being included, he's not going to force the issue. So I think that does happen from time to time. But you know, Bobby, you talked about the, the identity of this team. I, I think three point shooting is a big part of who this team is. I mean, we it's it's. It's the reason why they won so many games, and it's also the reason why you know they sometimes rely on it too much. But it's who they are. I mean, Joe Mazzulla has never said that they need to dial it back. I mean, he always, if anything, he just talks about the quality of shots and getting more of them, and you know, taking advantage of those opportunities. Now, guys like obviously Malcolm Brogdon and Marcus Smart, they set the table. You know, guys like Tatum and Brown can put the ball on the floor and, and can do that better than anybody on this team. But that, that's sort of the identity of this offense, though. It's predicated on a lot of getting a lot of clean looks from behind the arc, especially from guys in the front court, which I think is obviously a big reason why they went and got Mascala and a big reason why when Grant Williams is knocking down three-point shots, they're that much tougher to beat. So that's a huge part of their identity. I just think it's a matter of uh, that that balance of knowing when to dial it back, knowing when to make those decisions that Joe Mazzulla can't necessarily draw up, right? Can't always just put up a play and say, this is how we're going to play today. The players have to decide who they're going to be. Yeah. yeah. And point. back to that back to that White quote from Sean Grandy, probably a coaching mistake I made not having White in there last night. Watching again today, I felt that way. So that's exactly okay. what he said on that white. white that's good. Modesty. Um, uh, what do you think? Um, two things. What do you think? Uh, and I want to continue this guard conversation because I do think that this is something to discuss. Um, what do you think Joe said to Grant? When? After, you know, after the misses. I love you. Uh, for the, for I the love you. Part, your face, you know, yeah. like shake it off. He, oh, did he, say, he, he said, did. I love you. That was yeah, a quote. Yeah. When he was asked about a post game, what'd you say to Grant? I told him I loved him. No, that's he that's did. okay. Now that's his go-to when he doesn't want to say what he really said. Like that, that's, that's my go-to. That's what that is now. What'd you say to Pritchard? I love him. <laughs> How about Luke? Luke I love him. Thanks I love for the him. scones. Love the guy. Thank you for the thanks for the scones, and I love you. Uh, and what's the recipe here? <laughs> Were there scones last night? Um, oh no, Joe Sway was in the locker room. Can we point no, something no, else out no. about Grant? Luke was frustrating to me tonight. What's that? Uh, the four threes, two missed that free was throws. Tough. Let me ask you this real quick. Four, four threes, two missed free throws. What's What number in this stat line sticks out the most from you? Minus Wait, four. 15 minutes? The minutes. minutes. He's still in an overtime game. Yeah. Only played fifteen friggin' minutes in this game, and Did again, remember, more than him? I'm remember, surprised. Not at least remember, 20. Cleveland was the DNPCD. Played eighteen. Wow. Yeah. Muscala played so, thirty-four. There's your minutes. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, again, we're talking about like Grant, like Muscala. they're barely. And again, he was a DNPCD against Cleveland last time. So Joe sees something in this matchup he doesn't really like, but um, he hits those threes. Great, but. Blake plays more than him. Blake played more. I was just going to say that. Blake played more, yeah. Blake. What is going on with that? Blake was a plus seven tonight. This is insane. Yeah. The same amount as Pritchard. Um, Hauser's the only guy who played who played fewer minutes than Grant. So, again, there's – I mean, it's beyond loving him and beyond who he can be or who he can become. Uh, they're losing faith in him. Uh 
uh, right now. Uh, it, I think it's clear. Wouldn't that uh, have to come at absolutely. the? Wouldn't that have to come at the consequence of gaining faith in someone else, though, and no nope. one else on that bottom of the organization encourages you a ton, unless you're shifting towards small ball, and that seems to be what they're trying right now. That's probably what they should do, right? I mean, we just talked I think about trying that out for sure. When you when you think about, but why go small with Luke at center late, and he's out there Cornette contesting Garland in the corner? What's up with that? <laughs> Thank well, you Cornette for finally because of the offensive not... rebounds. That's the only reason you I tell us out. you're his agent. Like, aren't he was you? doing he kept batting the ball out, you know, getting creating new possessions. Like Missoula loves that stuff. So, but he yeah, was I'm, playing well in yeah. the margins, but. Scheme wise, in that spot, <laughs> I know you're it, was a little, it was a little too much. Yeah, that's true. I know you're playing not playing well in the margins. In the margins, <laughs> I don't know. Jalen Brown found him for a wide open dunk, and he froze, and he, then he missed both his free throws. He was like, junk. and I remember during that Nets collapse, he caught it right under the basket and tossed it out of bounds. He's Man, had a rough year. He He's got some slow feet too. A couple of the rebounds he got beat on, oh, he just man. couldn't. Yeah, he yeah. just couldn't take a step left or right. Like yeah. straight up standing, you know, me reach high. I'm tall. Like yeah, that's good. But if he has to move laterally one step in either direction to be able to corral something, it's freaking over. The ball hits <laughs> the ground and somebody scoops it up. There's no move. I mean, it's just really slow. Right. Um, so I mean, that's one of the reasons they're getting Numbers. killed. There's no sprawl. You can't pounce. You can't. You can't play an area. It literally comes right to them, or or it goes to someone else. Yeah, and Mescala actually finished as a team high plus nine. Thought he did some good things tonight. Shot. He wasn't horrible. How his yeah, night he goes. And he shots. goes one for five. He just He's, didn't score, and he got and he got yoked on by uh by Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, he really did. Yeah, he's acceptable in the Jeez. in the uh, in the draw five. In fact, he led Oklahoma so City in defensive rating, whatever that's yeah. worth. That's one so, of the things that was, was interesting when they brought him in. All of us were like, oh, good. They got a guy who can stick in the corner, hit some threes. And immediately Joe started talking about like defensively and, you know, putting him in there and different things that he could at do. So, four, though, I don't feel great about him. I'm in space. No, defensively, defensively stunk yesterday. Yeah, that's a tougher matchup, I think, for him. Uh, tonight, yeah. where you have those three big men who aren't shooting at all. And even the frustrating part about that Lamar Stevens run late is that these guys shouldn't be stacking up threes on you the way Garland did, the way Mitchell was able to get them off. Those are the two guys you worry about. You need to wrap them up on the perimeters, perimeter defenders. I think one of those Garland ones smart dove over him and Garland got a wide open one over Cornette. So the defense isn't as forceful as you want it to be. And I, I don't care what the numbers are. I don't care where they rank or what kind of stretches they've gone on. All year I've watched that unit, and it doesn't look forceful. Now, no Rob, no Al makes a difference. I think those guys are your engines in large part, alongside Smart when he's at his best. Uh, but yeah. tonight, defensively, I don't think you had it. Not on the boards, not on the perimeter, and in transition they gave up a few too. And uh, you got to give it to Evan Mobley. I thought he really dominated this game through the middle portion and kept the Cavaliers from falling out of it. They couldn't contain him. They kept getting blocked by him when they went to the basket. It's a really special player. You, you can see the makings of something uh, dominant forming there. I didn't think he played well against Allen. He really hasn't so far in his career, but he dominated the Celtics tonight, and they had no answer for him. That's where Grant ended up struggling the most in the second half was trying to guard him. Uh, Uncle Kess chiming in with his peach basket sensibilities here. Very anti-three. No, I'm kidding, Kess. I like what <laughs> you've been saying. Um, you know, the, the the obsession with the threes has gotten bananas. Um, 
uh, here, uh, just the way that they're playing. So uh, totally agree there. Um, yeah, I don't know, guys. I mean, where do you go from here at this point? Again, you could you take the whole like they're missing Tatum, they're missing you know both bigs. This is an easy moral victory game if they didn't lose it in the fashion that they lost it. If you just looked at the final score and the box score and who played, right. you'd feel okay about it. So a lot of people would be able to write this off. Um, but we watched it, so obviously we can't. Like it's very quick for a lot of people to say things like you know, quickly jump to conclusions. They're broken. This team is done. They have no heart. I, I, I'm not doing that, but like, well, it's tough to not in this season, John, what do you do? It is. But here's the thing is, I still think playing like clowns, not really knowing their identity, you know, and whatever, if they just are healthy and they still should get to the conference finals, um, I believe. Um, so I still think they can overcome some of these lapses, some of these mistakes and have enough talent if they're, if they're fully loaded heading into the playoffs to just be frustrating, but still be view it like the heat series last year. Like they should have friggin' rolled those guys and it goes seven and they almost blow the lead and Butler could have won it late. That shouldn't right. have been that close a series. You know, like I could see a couple of those in, in the first and or second round heading into the conference finals um, against Milwaukee. I still think they're going. Uh, I still think that's who they are. Uh, but I have no idea, like, is it going in the wrong direction? Are they treading water? Have they been bad for a bit? And, like, a lot of people just haven't really noticed. Not bad, but, you know, are the, have these warning signs been here? Or is it just a rut? Uh, you know, like, I, I'm not I'm not entirely sure. I think they're starting to get concerned internally that they're, that they're not loving the way that they're playing, for sure. I think they're a little confused by it. Yeah, I, I think that's why you got that long pause from Al Horford last night, right? He's just like, um, like how do I answer this? You know, without sounding like uh, I don't think he's losing faith, but I think he wants to make sure he's not trying to put out the message that they're they're you know concerned, right? It's the the, the word that that Joe Mazzulla says he he feels zero level of concern. So I I do think there's a lot of that in the team, but they have to start putting together wins at some point. I think that's what they you can tell that there's sort of like, okay, well, these are two really tough teams back to back. We didn't have all our guys, but the way they lost those games, I mean, yeah, you look for them to bounce back in a big way, but I don't think the concern for these guys really creep in until this keeps going for another couple of games here. So we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see what happens against Portland when they're back at home. But this road trip though, is going to, it's going to be tough. I mean, it's not going to be easy. Was it six games, six game road trip. And most of it is out West. So they're going to really have to find out who they are. Oh, they I, will think find out I think it's concerning because they rely – it's almost like you, they rely They rely on one thing too much. So for me, it's like they rely so much on hitting three-pointers that when they're not falling, they don't do enough to win in other ways right now. I'm not saying that's been the case, and it certainly wasn't the case last year. But again, not to harp on it, but they're not playing you know, world-class defense, right? They're not – they're not at the top of the, you know, far and away the best defensive team like they were last year. They're not aggressive. They don't have the mental fortitude. They don't um, seem to execute. I think lack of execution down the stretch has been the most glaring thing for me over the last couple months. And that's what you're going to have to hang on in the playoffs. You have to execute for 48 minutes in the playoffs because everybody's on their P's and Q's. Every team there is there for a reason. 
And if you think you can just float around for three and a half quarters, you can't. So the reason I'm concerned is because when the shots don't fall, what else are you gonna what else are you gonna rely on? When guys like Jason Tatum haven't been shooting the ball well, Grant came way back down to earth, obviously. So guys that were hitting threes to start the year, um, you know, aren't doing it at that rate anymore. So Derek White's having an unbelievable season. Can we expect that to, to stay at that peak level that he's been at for the next 40 games? They need him to. Now exactly. Out of the fold. Now you need him to. So these are some of the things that now you're really relying heavily on a couple of things to go your way. And when they don't, you sit, you stand around and you don't know what the hell is going on. So that's where my concern is that they're not a complete team. They don't score in multiple different ways. They don't, they're not really fighting the way that I want to see them fight. Teams are coming in and outworking them. The Knicks just did it. The Knicks were the team that were balls to the walls yesterday. Um, it wasn't the Celtics. So I give the Celtics some credit for hanging in there tonight like they did. I thought it was going to be a layup win for the Cavs. So I'm not saying it was just like they no-showed they no or anything. But it, it's the same thing. They go up with a big lead. They have, a, they have a chance to put a team away. And instead, they just they, they don't stick to what got them that lead, right? They don't, they don't put their foot on, on their throats and, yeah. and just close out the game. So, yeah, you should be concerned. If you're not yeah. concerned, if you're, if, you're those, if you're somebody out there that's just saying, it's just one game, guys. It's just one game. You've been saying that for like two weeks now. And yeah, look, you, you can't say that anymore. Happens. I think you People gotta, were saying you, it like on Friday. Well, I, people say it, fans say it, Joe says it. I think at this point, I agree, Jimmy, you've got to friggin' absolutely uh, uh, start to act like it's – you have to you, you have to hit the panic meter only because you're just running out of time. Whether or not you're actually panicked, you can't just be like, it'll work itself out. You, you, yeah. you can't have we that mentality for the Celtics. Back. I want to hear about Bobby and Joe Sway's take um, obviously as well and kind of like how effed are we right now. Um, situation. This also holds true for all of our sponsors. Anything else we mentioned hey. here on the show tonight? Should Great you deal. sign up? Should you sign up? We will also send you a T-shirt. Uh, there's a form in the description here where you can upload your receipt and uh, send us your information, and we will ship that T-shirt right out to you. Um, so make sure you check that out. I promised Jimmy we would go less than an hour tonight because it's the second school night. He's been staying up super late with overtime games, and we can't do it. So Thank just you, wait. Man, we don't want to talk about this. What team a guy. Yeah, we don't want to keep doing. We, we're having a lot of the same conversations because we're seeing the same problems. But just wait. Bobby, level of concern here, and like, is it fixable? Level of concern. We want to do a meter thing. We're doing one to ten. What are we doing? We're doing. We're doing Bobby to Zanis. Zanis being <laughs> Zanis being the most. I'm not Bobby that. I'm not that worried side. because yeah. I've been kind of riding. I've been riding at a six point five most of the year. Like guys, I don't we're know if cool. there's. Yeah. That's you your know, baseline like, for everything doing, in life. <laughs> but if we're doing the Celtics post game meter, yeah, the, the meter, the, the traditional sense, I'm more on the Bobby side. So I'm gonna say, okay. uh, I don't know, six. Let's go, Bobby there. Green. No, you can <laughs> just. So you're more panicked. So, part of the meter, oh, so you're more panicked than the red. The red. Yeah. <laughs> if you're Why above don't we have that five, graphic ready to go? Yeah, if you're above a five, then you're more panicked than not panicked. Just slightly panicked i get well okay i guess i'm gonna say six because i'm i'm thinking about uh, i'm i'm already thinking about the milwaukee bucks and, and i think the Celtics have to sort of find their their swagger right as, as Derek white said they're kind of have to find that that rhythm that that uh every team needs going into what? the postseason so i, I, I think man he'll be back I, what the I hell did jimmy we do to you jimmy jimmy J. i'll be back. done with the garden report <laughs> jimmy J. Well, yeah, be what he'll be all right in a week or so 
He ain't done. He'll be back. People, Look, are, I just turning, people are turning on each other right they now. Actually it's this is we what happens. Think, I think getting gaining momentum right before the playoffs is, is, is important. So I, I'm not concerned that, that 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 won't happen, but I want to see them look like the team that they were, you know, throughout the that, that offensive powerhouse that was, yeah. you know, the first couple yeah. of months or so. Even if it's just for a little bit, I, I think that's sort of the part that we're waiting to see it all come together. I, I, the defensive team that they were last year, that's, that's just not going to happen. I mean, look, no Rob, Marcus hasn't been quite there in a sense, and and look, that's all right if if you. If you're able to put it together on the offensive end and during the playoffs, that's plenty, especially against a team like the Bucks. You know, uh, knocking down a lot of three pointers when everyone's clicking in terms of getting to a high percentage shots. Guys like Malcolm Brogdon, I do think they will step their game up, and especially someone like Al Horford. I think that's why that's what it's all about, right? Not playing a second night of back to backs is getting and gearing him for this postseason push. So, yeah, I mean that's my level of concern right now. But again, I'm more. I'm more looking looking forward to them finding that stride when we're much closer to the end of the season. So there's still time here. Yeah, things are stacking up that are pushing me over five for sure. Probably close to six. Uh, the three-point reliance, Grant's disappearance is just a tough development at this time of the year uh, for a core rotation guy from your run last year. Yeah. Rob's injury, right. which is going to linger several weeks here, it looks like. Uh, and you know, go on down the list of concerns we've had. Whether several weeks and find the rotations they need. I think Mescala not emerging Thanks, as Joe. a significant contributor is tough. After you hope he would step in and be some degree of Rob insurance. I didn't think he would be, but that's the kind of move they made going out and adding him. Uh, so you, you're stacking up concerns, especially while the the Knicks get hot, uh, while the Bucks hit their stride. And you're, with each loss, setting yourself up for that Game 7 in Milwaukee, which can be a swing factor in a series that's tight yeah. and yes. between two teams. You're not going you're 7 court. right now. Like, let's, 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 I mean, the, the last thing. Well, that's thing where I'm not going to go too I'm far. I'm thinking about home last, court. I'm thinking about home the court. The last thing no. Celtics fans need to worry about is Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals right now. Okay? <laughs> like, yeah. it, like, come, relax. I mean, right, like, we'll pump the break. We'll pump if the you break, get man. that far, you probably had a pretty good. Then a lot of these concerns. Are you worried were, about them losing before the? I am, but I'm saying really? if we're sitting here talking about Game Seven of the Eastern Conference Finals, and a lot of the shit we're talking about now really didn't matter because they made man. it that far and lost to a team that's probably as good or better. So, like, that's how it goes at this point. You have to acknowledge reality um, that this is where you're at. When the season began, it was a finals or bust thing, but different things we didn't know at the time was Rob Williams would not be um, Rob Williams uh, fully. Uh, Marcus Smart getting hurt, coming back, not looking great right now. You hope that he pulls it together. Um, And some of the struggles that they're having right now in terms of Joe trying to figure things out with the roster and them just kind of completely losing their identity. And, you know, we're going to throw this up here. And what are we doing? Where are we? There it is. You're you're in the the John zone right now. Oh, my God. Where are we? Where yeah, are you, we? Wow, Bobby looked way better than you. Like you, got, you guys did John yeah, like that. Yeah, John, you got screwed in the in the. Uh, I like my new logo. Yeah, there. that was a big big improvement on the first one. Why'd they make you so pretty for? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all that makeup. Well, John was John on. was panicking. John was panicking. Yeah, it looks like lipstick. That's, right? that's like what lipstick. I look like when I'm panicked. Yeah, <laughs> they. Pull, I mean, they pull. They pull this is what I look like. Yeah, I mean that's. 
They didn't make that up. He looked like that at one point. That's how John watches Celtics games. That's exactly how he looks. <laughs> that face that Bobby has, though. That, Where he's saying, what accurate. are you doing? What are you yeah, doing? That's screen? Bobby's relaxed face right there. That's pretty accurate. Yeah. I'm relaxed. Listen, this team stacked. When they're fully healthy, especially, I think talent's going to get them by. <laughs> Until a certain point, and that's where execution is going to come into play. I think coaching to some degree. Brogdon's what your seventh yeah, man, and he's and he's scoring big. He's not your seventh man each night. Six man, whatever you want to. He's probably not your sixth man either. He's just comes off the bench. And why is he the sixth man of the year? Right. Oh, let me, oh, let me ask you this. Question question for how, do you, how do you feel? Uh, how do you feel about the Celtics in the in the potential best of seven series against the Cavs? If that were to happen, the second round. I like so. them. I don't. I don't like what Celtics I see from the Cavs. Win. Celtics win. Yeah. I don't think the Cavs are great at all. Celtics win. You don't think it's, that, you don't think it's that close, though. So then you, you might actually. You're not that concerned. I'm not. You don't I think, think the Cavs are great series. at all? They've just beaten them like three times. They, they beat the Cavs. I don't care. They outplayed them badly last game, and they were short, and they let them leak back into yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not worried about the Cavs. More of a spread busting thing. And tonight. Honestly, okay. they're beating them with friggin' Blake Griffin again most of the game. That's another Grant, Grant hits a single on. free throw, and this is one of the most embarrassing losses of Cleveland's year. So I'm not worried about Cleveland at all. I'm not. I'm not, not at all. Either. Cool. We're on the yeah. same page. Yeah. That's a gross bucks. point, though, that finish against Cleveland, John. Even the couple wins you've gotten these past few weeks, you almost slipped to within four. If there was another few seconds, you might have been looking at a one-possession game late against Cleveland that night. Hey, garbage time, but still. And then the Philly game – what set up that amazing Tatum game winner was this stretch of empty possessions that let Philly get back into it. Uh, so they've been dealing with this pretty much every game recently. Uh, the Nets tonight. Also, so it's it, not it's concerning. It's also not. Uh, it, it, it's worth noting that if you log this one as a game that they could have won against a good team on the road, even Indiana, in the kind of a back-to-back it, with. Look at some of their better overall performances in what? terms of effort start to finish. You can tank them. You can bag them for execution tonight in the way that they folded for sure. But look at some of these games. Memphis, um, the 76ers, that Bucks game uh, before the break there. Here again tonight, massively shorthanded. You're getting at least effort um, start to finish in a lot of these games. I really yeah. do think they're, they're, they're not respecting their opponent because you have no choice but to try when you're down this many people. They are really the thing that we talked about last time, not respecting their opponents um, is really what's plaguing them right now. For some reason, um, they're they, you know, they, they've really read their own press clippings, and you know, I, you know, I blame all of you guys telling them how awesome they were all of this time. Um, oh, John, don't let me go back to the archives in the first few weeks of the year. I think you found them the greatest team of all time. They were pretty damn good. <laughs> that was our debate. Were they in the pack or were they ahead I, of everybody? And now I don't I think was, there's any I, debate. I drank, I drank gallons of that early season Kool-Aid. No question <laughs> yeah, about did. it. Gallons <laughs> of it. Let's Denver it game. Oh, here's the thing, though, Jimmy. To be fair, I wanted to believe. It's the same thing. It's the same way I am with Rob. Uh, like, I've always – I want to believe – Deep down, I don't know that I really do. I was the reason I was so geeked up about the early season uh, performance is because it was being done with offense versus defense, which I thought was so much more important to establish. Oh, them. Did you change your mind? No, no, no. Just I, the team last year winning with defense. Jimmy agrees with this one too. It's yeah. kind of harder to win. Like when when your when your offense really struggles, you can have a great defense, but like when the offense goes to shit, it's really, really, really frustrating. And I thought that they got past a lot of their woes by 
passing the ball, developing Bomb a new it. identity, buying into what Joe was saying, and that they were going to play free, loose, easy with more pace. And like that to me was so important. And then seeing the success off it, I was like, boom, there it is. Yeah. You figure out the defense later. And I was kind of hooked on the idea of them being an offense first sort of team that turned up the defense when it mattered, like a lot of other teams do critical games and in the playoffs, but they completely deconstructed on offense in a way that I didn't see coming. Like a lot of the stuff we were seeing wasn't just threes going in. A lot of the approach from earlier in the year is just, it, it just waxes and wanes. You just don't see it often enough. So I don't know how that happened. So yeah, I was all in, but I was really, I wanted to believe too, because it was so fun to have a team right. that was driven by offense. Um, and, and, and it just went to shit. I don't know what happened. That was kind of like an, that was almost an apology cam. Well, I, but so I, I do, like I said, I was all in, everyone's going to keep talking right. about that Denver game. When I came in with my pom poms, I was like, that's the best <laughs> team I've ever we, seen. We saw John so waving the towel at the game. From the upper deck, we were up there looking down. Is we'll John cheery? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> John was out of his seat. I was courtside that like night. This. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. No, you did have really good seats, though, in your defense. I, I, I was courtside. <laughs> then he had to shoot home and get on the show. He was so excited. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You made it. Who who you? Was, guys, did you see that game? <laughs> who are you worried yeah, about? <laughs> who are you worried about in the field? When push comes to shove in the playoffs, it's a small handful of teams. And if you actually play in the West now, so does it end at Milwaukee? I'm not. I still don't think the Knicks are going to beat the, like they, they played them well. I still don't think the Knicks are going to beat the I don't believe in seven. Philly. I don't believe oh, yeah. in Philly That's either. the thing. It's seven games. It's, it's the worry is, oh, the worry really? is you go too long in a series and They're then you start tiring the out Conference again. Finals. That's why I'm not freaking. They're playing in the Eastern Conference Finals this year. Even if they're playing like shit right now, they're still. I don't see any of these teams beating them in seven. None of them. Just tighten it, like tighten it up a little. But the thing tighten is, it's it's because yeah. the NBA. It's because these NBA teams aren't any good. I mean, this the Nets are in the sixth seed right now. I mean, what teams do you? What teams are you scared of? It's not even really an indication of how good you are. It's more of an you indication of how bad the rest me. of the East is. Right. You have the Heat. You have the Hawks. I mean, is, are anyone really scared of the Hawks? The and Raptors probably... could get tough. I've been saying that. Yeah, you're, you're, you keep just, saying you're that. Just keep saying that. But nobody but you thinks it. Yeah. yeah, I just I just say look out for that series. That one gets talk about wanting to, to believe. That's yeah. all it is. You're just hoping that happens. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's that a, team that you, right? a great you. city. Remember, yeah. I asked Jalen about that that matchup uh, in in Orlando after they lost that game down there, the last one they played the Magic, and he said teams like Toronto, that kind of style bothers us. Uh, he admitted it then, and Orlando plays that way. Cleveland did that effectively early in the year i don't know what's going on with them recently i thought they looked terrible tonight until they turned it up late uh, so there are some teams stylistically that can bother you and we know bam can do it too at the very least on miami if we're going to respect anybody on that team and then jimmy's gonna try to torch you offensively but it's a very thin team now i'm not i mean they're starring kevin love uh, who wasn't playing at all in cleveland so i'm not worried about them uh, worry though you, you got to respect everybody you got to play tight you can't show up in a postseason game and do something like what they did on Friday after a hot start, go up big, and then slip and let it slide. And we saw them do it last postseason when I think we all looked at that team and say, at least right now, they were a little more prepared for a big run than this team is, uh, You know, depending on the level of health they have. Yeah. 
Yep. So well, they've done it across multiple seasons, across multiple styles. This problem remains. And I forget what show you said it after, John. That was your biggest concern. Late game execution, offense slowing down in those moments, uh, not yep. doing the things that I, made them successful I, all night. I think a lot of us are there, but we'll see. They got a chance to right the ship. We're back, what, Wednesday at home against Portland. Is that right? You get to see the game show. That should be fun. Um, we will. Uh, we should be all uh, load managed up at that point. So I expect mm. to have everybody back in the game. Um, so he's for, jumping 40? For Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, so that should be good. But uh, That's our last back, home game for a while. Back there Wednesday, those guys will be at the Garden. Uh, we'll be here at the Garden Report covering that and bringing you all the good times. Hopefully um, kind of right the ship here. But you're looking at a three-game losing streak here. Um, second one of the season, four out of five. Uh, things aren't going great, but hey, we're here with you. We will we will take we will take the lumps with you. Jimmy, you're raising your hand? No, nope, I'm not. No. Okay, we will say goodnight to everybody. School, Jimmy. Put your hand yeah. down, bro. Yeah, right. We'll say goodnight to everybody. <laughs> Guys, don't panic. Everything is gonna be okay. <laughs> don't be like that guy on the right. Don't yeah. be like that freaking guy on See the right. See what stress does is to you for the world. Yeah. Look at how good I left look on the left, level headed and composed. Oh man, yeah. you got your eyes in the finals. Strong. Look at that guy. Yeah. <laughs> What's ready. funny? Like that picture is taken from me just like talking normally. Like that's just how I like talk. That's just probably just me just like saying like, "Whoa, yeah, hey, like, welcome." Pass yeah. the ball. Oh, Whoa, hey, what are they doing? All right, good night, guys. We'll see you later.